Welcome to another Rightly Dividing Podcast. Hi, today we're going to talk about light. Let there be light. In the previous episodes, I've been trying to show that we must read Genesis as a story telling us why our universe and we humans exist, because it is written to give meaning to our existence. If we remove ourselves from interpreting it as a timeline of events describing the creation process, it becomes possible to think about the text with fresh eyes. To demonstrate this, I want to look at day one and the creation of light. Here I will follow the Apostle John's way of reading Genesis. And we're going to look at John 1, 1 through 4. In the beginning was the Word, so we know we're talking, he's referring back to Genesis. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the same was in the beginning with God. And all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made, and in him was life, and the life was the light of men. Notice John says that there was a spoken word, as God said, let there be light. The word was Jesus, and he is life, and this life was the light of men. That demonstrates that John is using Genesis as a metaphor. Sometimes Some things don't have to be read literally to be truthful. Jesus told many parables that were not to be taken literally except for the truth they taught. So now let's read Genesis chapter 1, verse 3 through 5. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. We have to pay attention to a couple of cues that will tell us how to read this verse. God creates light and then divides it from the darkness. And he names the two divisions day and night. If we are to be literal, we know that day is when the sun is up and night is when it's hidden. If you don't read it this way, one has to realize they are making up a concept that doesn't have a reality attached to it. We have to think of the exact way we know it, that a day is when the sun is up and a night is when the sun is down. Why would God turn off a light in a vacuum? Why allow darkness? That's a very hard thing to comprehend. But the people Moses wrote this to would have no concept of the earth rotating around the sun, which we didn't figure out until thousands of years later. They would only know that the sun comes up and then disappears. Now, let's take a short break and we'll be right back. Welcome back. We also have to think in terms of what darkness means. Today, we have lights everywhere. But for the ancient people, light wasn't with them constantly. If you have ever been away from light and there was no moon, you would realize how dark it can be. 
you would also recognize that it is terrifying because you have no idea what is around you. You could trip over a rock, fall off a cliff, walk into a tree, or a dangerous animal. Darkness is chaos. It is disorder. Light, then, is the exact opposite. It is beauty and order. I know that many have struggled with what this light could be because they believe the sun was not created until day four. We will deal with this more in detail later. However, I will say this now. It does not say the heavenly bodies were created on day four because the word bara, which means created out of nothing, was not used. Instead, what we are reading on day four is God telling us that he made these celestial bodies for our timekeepers. As our knowledge of the heaven slash sky has increased, the truth has not been found faulty, but has become more defined. We define our universe by light, and when astrophysicists describe the size of the universe, it is with light years, and light is what defines our space-time dimensions. However, the genius of however the genius in Genesis is that it talks about Jesus long before he stepped foot on the earth. Besides what we have read in John, we have other references to Jesus and the light that brings order into the world. Let's look at John 3.19, and this, is, this light is speaking of Jesus. And this is the condemnation that light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. John 8.12, Then spake Jesus unto them, saying, I am the light of the world, he that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have light of life. John 9, 5, As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. John twelve forty six, I am come a light to the world, and whosoever believeth in me should not abide in darkness. We also note that Jesus, by his resurrection, became the light of the world. And what day was Jesus resurrected? John 20, verse 1, the first day of the week cometh Mary Magdalene early when it was yet dark under the sepulchre, and seeth the stone taken away from the sepulchre. What day did God create light? Day one. What day did the first day of the week? What day did Jesus raise from the dead? The first day of the week. We can see that the Bible has the mind of God guiding it, so that when Moses wrote these words more than a thousand years before Jesus, the story is clear. Genesis is the foundation for understanding the Bible. It begins the story by laying down the plot lines and the prototypes that will be revealed as you read through the Old Testament and then comes to revelation in Jesus Christ our Lord. I hope this has given you some really good things to think about. I hope you're starting to see that how to read Genesis in a way that we are not looking at it and trying to think of it scientifically but we are trying to think of it as a teleology that it tells us about why it's our universe is the way it is. Thank you so much for listening. Please tell a friend. I hope you can support my channel. Have a great day.